0: You will each understand this different, but I believe you will understand this how you should. I will remain forever optimistic because of the transformations I've experienced in my life and witnessed in others. I was born to be nobody great or intelligent. I don't possess advantages or privileges someone could expose as unique gifts in my life. I'm curious, I'm weak, and I'm ambitious, just like you. Lunch Break is a podcast for those aiming to live and learn by the greatest experiences life has to offer. Aaron Live, Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. And also, never stop asking the hard questions. Good morning, good morning. My name is Paul Bernard II. You are tuning into the Lunch Break. We are live here uh, in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I have a special guest today, a very, very special guest. This is John Covington. You could introduce yourself, say hello. Hello.
1: I don't know which camera I'm on. There are like tons of them around here. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Got a nice hello. setup here. What's up, Paul? I won't call you what I usually call you. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I will, I will do that to you today.
0: It's all good. But yeah. so John Covington is actually my mentor. He's a documentarian. He's been an entertainment industry professional for many, many years, very experienced, and it's
1: a pleasure to have you on. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. Uh, it's really exciting. Well, thank you. Yeah, we're I love it a- when your young folks ask me to come on and <laughs> talk, Yeah, listen, learn. Well,
0: we're going to have a good conversation today. Um, honestly, I think I'm going to tell them real quick about how we met. So, sure. Um, I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan. I went to school at East Coen High School, one of the biggest high schools in, in Michigan, very diverse. And we had, I think it was my junior year, we had a African-American male youth male achievements conference. As it was the title of it. And basically all the youth, the minority youth in the area, males uh, came together for this conference that was put on by um, Grand Rapids uh, Community College. And,
1: and Urban League.
2: Yeah.
0: and Joe Urban Jones, League.
1: that whole crew. Yep.
0: And I'd say there was a good, what, like 700, 900, 900 young, young men that came to this conference. And you were one of the keynote speakers at this conference and you were telling about your story. I remember listening to you talk about your experiences and everything that you've been through. And I said, I have to talk to this guy. So after you're done talking, a lot of other people tried to talk to you as well. I had to wait in line for like 45 minutes, but finally got to talk to you. And I said, hey, I love your story. And I would honestly love to have you as my mentor. And that was about like five years ago. And and now we're here and you've helped me through a lot. So it's 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 crazy to think about where I was five years ago and to be here to have my own show and to be doing things that we talked about at that time and for you to still be around, it's 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 a blessing, honestly. So yeah. Mm.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Man. You know what I say, if I if I if I die today, then then I'm good. Hearing stories like that mm. from you and and other young kings. It's uh, it's really. It's made my life amazing. Mm. I've had a lot of amazingness, of course, with a lot of amazingness, you're going to have lots of pain and heartache Mm -hmm. because you can't have amazingness without those things, too. Right. Yeah. Uh, So to hear those kind of stories from you and and others uh, that you know of as well, it just uh, it's it's made my life amazing. I really can't can't stress that enough that's great rate that enough that is awesome
0: so i mean obviously a lot of the viewers are tuning in today or that may be listening back uh they're around my age so they're young and they're in their professions they're young what's up (laughs) (laughs) y'all yeah we're we're a bunch of youngins (laughs) like
1: who's that old fat guy (laughs) (laughs) but and i'm both (laughs) (laughs) you're not fat. wasn't always old and i wasn't always fat well, yeah. you know
0: what? When we travel, we eat some good food. So I think it's we working. do. Yeah, we do. You've been all over the country with me. <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, yeah. Just randomly, you hit me up and I'm like, "Hey, we're going to LA this weekend," and yeah. we go, and we we have a great time. And yeah. that's that's one thing that I wanted to. do. We our, work. We work
1: too. But yeah. We always have a great, <laughs> but we always have a great time.
0: Yeah. But that was one thing I really wanted to do was to experience and travel and truly get like a face to face feel of what the industry is you know and and you've truly given that to me but obviously a lot of the young viewers today they want to know what's the best way to proceed in their careers so based on your experience what are some things that you look back on and you would some advice that you would give to young people who are trying to get their first steps in the industry or in a career that's maybe not so normal compared to like going to college or things of that nature
1: i would say first And foremost, believe that you can do it. Mm -hmm. A lot of people say that they want something, Mm -hmm. but they really don't. Mm -hmm. They say they want it, but they really don't. Everything that they do suggests that they don't really want it. Mm -hmm. Be sure that that's what you want to do. If that's the career, and I'm not saying that you can't switch career. Mm -hmm. I've reinvented myself 10 times Mm -hmm. because times change. Technology has changed. And so I got to always keep it keep it moving. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not saying that you 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 stick to something and no matter what, you just stick to it. When I say don't quit, I'm talking about don't quit on you.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Maybe you will have to switch gears in there every now and then or hopefully more every then than now. Uh, But also be willing to do the work. Don't quit. Be willing to do the work. Believe in yourself. No matter what anybody says to you, believe in yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's Those are the three biggest things that I would say to some young person who is interested in a career. And maybe, like you said, it's not the norm. Mm-hmm. It's not what the people around them have done. It's not what they've seen their whole lives. I was born in Muskegon, Michigan, grew up primarily in Muskegon, between Muskegon and Grand Rapids, Michigan. And what it was that I wanted to do, I didn't know anybody that did what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I was totally out of the norm, if you will.
2: Yeah. yeah. And
1: I used to go to the library, the Hackley Library. And I don't know if you ever heard me tell this story. Every Saturday, most Saturdays, I would go there and I would study encyclopedias, And I would study the telephone books, and I would get the Los Angeles. At that time, we had telephone books. There was no internet, (laughs) and the telephone books to get us another city's telephone book, Uh you had to go to the library. And so they had these big, like Los Angeles. They had this big telephone book that was like that thick, yeah, and New York. Uh And Chicago, and I used to just go through the phone books, the white pages and the yellow pages. And I used to look up the different names of people in the book. And I used to look in the, what was called the yellow pages, which is where the businesses were. Mm-hmm. And I would look up casting agents and directors mm-hmm. and all these things. I, I looked up everything that I wanted to one day become mm-hmm. because I didn't have that around me. Mm-hmm. And so I utilized the library to dream and to discover.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I believed that I could do it, even though I had no reason necessarily to believe that I could do it. I believed it because I just knew intrinsically that I had to believe it. It It's like the only way I'm going to accomplish what it is and I want to accomplish is if I believe that I can accomplish it. Nobody ever told me that.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I never had anybody say, hey, you can do it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I never had anybody around me in my environment that said you can't do it in my immediate environment, immediate family. But I never had anybody push me mm-hmm. and say, you can do this. So I had to believe it. Yeah. I would say that that
0: self-motivation that encouragement pieces seems to be one of the biggest things you need to succeed early on. I mean, especially coming from Muskegon and myself being born in Haiti. Like you said, there's no one around us that has what we desire. So we have to self-motivate ourselves. We have to encourage ourselves and push ourselves every single day and actively go out and seek our own solutions. And honestly, if I'm being honest, you know, and even in my short time in my career, it's one of the most challenging things, you know, because you see other people, especially your age, doing other things that may seem appealing or may seem like a better choice. But if you really want something, like you said, you have to truly believe in yourself. So that's, that's, that's great advice right there. Well, if you're looking back on your career, what kind of things, to start off, what kind of regrets would you say you have, if you have any regrets? I thought
1: this was only a 30-minute show. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I have tons of regrets, Mm -hmm. and people who say, oh, I don't have any regrets, then that implies that you did everything just the way you would do it if you had to do it again. Yep. Like you would do it yep. if you had to do it again. That that implies that you would do it the same way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's okay to have regrets. There's mm-hmm. nothing that you don't have to think of yourself as a loser because you have regrets. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I have made so many bad choices. I have sabotaged uh Different opportunities. Mm-hmm. I've sabotaged. So you can self-sabotage something yeah. that's going great. Yeah. Just like you can self-sabotage like a personal relationship. You do right. everything that you shouldn't do in it mm-hmm. because you feel, oh, they're going to leave me one day anyway. So if I go ahead and act a fool yeah. now, yeah, then we don't. I don't have to deal with the pain down the road yeah. type thing. And uh, our camera guy is like, <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've made tons of mistakes. I don't know that if I can, if I can think of any one big particular, there are tons of them. I'd probably have to think about it a few minutes. Mm-hmm. But as it relates to the entertainment industry, ah, and this is not necessarily for my career. This mm-hmm. is not from a personal, this is more of a personal fulfillment type thing mm-hmm. uh i met a guy once at the airport in chicago this this uh this friend of mine who was a, a vip handler for american airlines named burt smith
2: mm-hmm.
1: he knows i'm flying in i'm headed to la and he tells me he meets my flight on the little cart the little drive cart mm-hmm. and he meets my flight and he says i want you to uh come with me i said well where are we going so we go to this little makeshift room, and in the makeshift room, it's crazy. One of the craziest stories ever is Prince. Hmm. Uh, and so. I'd seen Prince perform, I don't know, three or four or five, maybe a dozen times. Yeah. And there I am standing with him and we're having this very brief conversation. He didn't really make eye contact Yeah. once when he first introduced us. He made, and we're like a makeshift office. Well, fast forward, we exchanged information and Prince invited me to a party. Wow. At uh, the place in Minnesota. I'm what kidding. is it called? Uh, what's the, what's the place? His big. House in Minnesota. I can't think of the name right now. Hmm. Uh, ah, terrible that I can't think of his. It'll name. probably come back to you. Yeah, yeah, but anyway, and I didn't go. Really? Yeah, I didn't go. This Why? Was, I didn't have the money. Oh man, I didn't have the money. Uh, but I should have been resourceful as I usually am yeah. and figured it out, and I didn't. And that, and and then when he, I never heard from him again. Of course, he died, and I just thought, man what an awesome opportunity to have been invited by him and then yeah. i didn't go i always regret
2: uh-huh.
1: uh that that decision right. but there are other decisions and maybe that directly correlates to my career and missed opportunities and maybe it doesn't but i know i regret that and that's mm-hmm. just one thing i regret some other things that I don't know that I would say on camera. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's all good. Yeah, uh, that well, maybe depends. Yeah, but <laughs> but there have been there have been lots of regrets. Yeah, but there have also been lots of joys and lots of um, uh, wow! I'm so honored that I had an opportunity to do that mm-hmm. or to go there. You know, I would say one thing that
0: you always encourage me with is you tell me like, little man, you always gonna make mistakes. You've told me that since the first day I've met you, like I'm always going to make mistakes. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't strive to progress and strive to be the best, but no matter what, no matter how many parties you go to, or how many people you meet or how good of a teacher you have or how much money you make, you're going to make mistakes. And, that, and that's part of coming up in your profession. Um and the, I would say the biggest part is not letting those mistakes affect you and, and pull you back, you know, using those mistakes to your advantage. Um, I remember a couple of shoots that we've had that I performed terribly, and I'm sure you do, too. <laughs> but, and I remember in those moments, I'm like, man, I'm never going to be good at this stuff. I'm never going to understand lighting. I'm never going to understand videography. And for me to have those moments, what it really did is put in my mind that, okay, I just need to study more. I need to understand my equipment more. I need to understand more about lighting and blah, 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 blah. So that helped me to progress faster and more efficiently because now I actually care more about what I'm doing. So regardless, we're going to make mistakes, but it's really about making the most out of those mistakes and letting them work for you, you know. Um, But I guess asking you about your regrets, like you said, may may be a run on question. But if you had to look back and do anything differently, what would you do?
1: I probably would have figured out a way to go to L.A. earlier Hmm. because I came up in a time in the industry. Really, you can almost live anywhere now. Mm -hmm. You can almost live anywhere. Yeah. And I I grew up at at a time where you had to be in L.A. And I still say that you need to at least have some connection. Mm-hmm. to the entertainment capital. Yeah. Whether it's LA or whether it's New York or Chicago or even Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But I think I would have probably gone there sooner.
0: And you, you still weren't pretty young. Even even while you're saying this, I, I understand your point. But you you went there first at what the age of you were in your
1: late teens, right? Well the first time I went to LA to visit solo, I was 16. Wow. Huh. I was 16 years old And uh, my mother let me go Uh and I went there and I had the craziest, most asinine experience that a 16 year old could have. It was very traumatic, actually. And where I was staying, I got put out. Really? Yeah. No credit card. I'm 16 years old. Uh, No, I'm not driving. I don't have a rental car or anything. And, uh, I get put out in the middle of the night. Wow. Yeah, it was, it's a crazy story that I've never shared with you, but, I I will one day. Uh, but that was my first experience with LA and I uh-huh. had saved up enough money to go and I went solo alone. Uh-huh. And what I did was after I got put out of where I was staying, uh, and I'm traumatized, like seriously, I look in the phone book, there's that phone book again, and I find, a. Uh, Ronald and Otilia Allen, who were originally from Muskegon, Uh their their number is in the phone book and I call them Mm. and she's actually at that time in Muskegon vacationing Mm -hmm. and he's there, her and her daughter, Monica, who was just a little girl at the time and he's in LA solo. Mm. So he and I, so I'm barbecuing every day. He he says, come on over. I'm 16. Come on over. Wow. And I go over there and uh, he took me in Mm -hmm. and- uh, That was I know you were talking about something that I regret regret doing. And then you ended up saying, well, you went early, but that was my first time going to L.A. But I didn't let that deter me. Mm -hmm. And then I went back two years later and went to school there
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, for a brief period with Kenny Childers, also from Muskegon. Mm -hmm. But we uh, we studied. uh, P101. I don't know if you know what that is, but that's partying 101. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we <laughs> and that's what we study. Oh, no. that, that, <laughs> that did that did laugh. that did last. That's good times though. That's yeah, good times. Uh, that, but I was in LA and you've got beaches. Oh, man, yeah. You've got beaches and you've got sand, you've got warm weather, you've got a lot of beautiful beautiful scenery. Yeah. And I wasn't. just was I was <laughs> too young. Yeah. Actually, I went I was 17.
0: Really?
1: I, had, I had already graduated high school and, and I was too young. And and so it was a few years. It was several years before I would actually go there and reside there, have a have a place there. But I've always mm-hmm. lived here in Michigan as well. So for about 12 years, I lived in both places and I traveled back and forth literally all the time. Yeah. So I would go to the airport in either city without anything without a bag without anything yeah yeah just traveling back and forth yeah yeah like i would just be like oh yeah i'm going home oh yeah i'm going home (laughs) and and, uh that's what i did but i think i would have done that i would have made that move earlier i feel like i would have been a lot further along in my career Mm -hmm. and i'm not complaining but i just feel like in all honesty I would have been a lot further in my career. I've had some amazing experiences. Mm-hmm. But I think I would have had even more amazing experiences had I made that move earlier and mm-hmm. developed some of those relationships earlier. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. So looking back, you would basically say
0: I should have taken the risk earlier. Yes. So let's talk about that risk taking early in career. Like obviously, for for me, I'm young. There's a lot of risks I could potentially take in my career. If I want to go and get a big loan or I want to go and make a big move, just like you were talking about. And a lot of times we get pushback on that, especially from family members or from other older people around us or even just friends around us. They give us pushback on that. What could you say to people who are struggling through those decisions right now?
1: Well, what would I say to people who are struggling through the decisions of taking those big taking risks? risks. Yeah. You cannot get to where you're capable of going without taking risks. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of the stock market? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you have to do in order to get a return on your investment?
0: You have to take risks. You right. have to invest. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. You
1: can't get a return on something that you've not put
2: mm-hmm.
1: in, right? Right. It's right. called return. Yeah. You drive to the store. Mm-hmm. You got to get there. So, whether it's on a bus or whether it's the train, depending on where you live, or a car, you take a risk.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Going to wherever it is you're going. You take a risk when you get on a plane and travel at 37,000 feet and you don't know the guy personally who's flying the airplane. Yeah, right. You don't know him. Huh. Half the time, when you get off the plane, you don't even remember the captain's name yep. or the co pilot's name. You just know you got there. Mm-hmm. We take risks every single day in life. You cannot live a fruitful life without taking risks. Mm-hmm. So just go ahead, jump in, and take the risk. Stop procrastinating. Mm-hmm. There are so many amazing, talented people in the cemetery mm. hmm. that never took the risk. And then it's over. And it's like, man, if I only had of taken the risk, it's okay to fail. A friend of mine, Tavis Smiley has a book fell up.
2: Hmm.
1: I recommend it's, it's a small book and he talks about failing up. Mm-hmm. You don't just fail that way. Yeah, You can fail up. Something can happen to you and you fail at that, but that provides another opportunity over here. I see, yeah. That is even better and greater than what you failed at.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's okay to fail. You can't fail and you can't succeed if you don't take risk. I would rather know that I failed but I tried Mm -hmm. than to not know if I could have done it, if I could have succeeded or not, because I never even tried it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: If you're in a basketball game, what do you have to do to score? Mm -hmm. You've got to take the shot, right? right? Right. You can't score if you don't take the shot. Mm -hmm. And for those who won't even get in the game, You definitely can't score. You're not even on the court. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to get on your court of life. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a court. Some people are sitting on the sidelines of their own court.
2: Mm -hmm. Get out there. Mm -hmm.
1: It's okay that you don't dribble the best, it's okay that your layup is whack it's okay that you can't dunk, but get out on the court. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: At least give yourself
0: a chance. Right. That's great. That's good. So looking at your career, you've been back and forth between LA for as long as you can remember. (laughs) (laughs) You've worked with some of the most amazing celebrities. You've been on some of the biggest projects and yet you still choose to reside and live here in Michigan, here in Grand Rapids. And We've had a small conversation about this before, Um, kind of talking about the bigger things in life, about family and about giving back to your community and things of that nature. You've had the money. You've met the people. You've
1: had the fun. I've had the money. I've had the money and I've not had the money. Yeah. You know, for (laughs) me, my career has been feast or famine. Mm. There have been some years where it's been more than I can contain. Yeah. And then there have been years where there's been less than what i felt i needed yeah Mm -hmm. but i'm happy Mm -hmm. and life has been great because i don't i don't allow the losses to determine who i am Mm -hmm. and i don't allow the wins yep to determine who i am i am who i am Mm -hmm. and so that's whether it's rain or whether it's shine
2: yeah
0: That's good because that speaks a lot to your humility as a person as well. To be able to look at your wins and loss and say, it doesn't matter what happens. I'm still going to be happy. I'm still going to remain the same. So for us as young professionals, as, as us trying to achieve things in our career, obviously a lot of us, I would say are focused mainly on one thing, which is to get the bag, you know, chase the bag, get the money or, you know, get the big house, whatever it is. But what would you say about, what would you say to young people who have that type of mindset? Because you've been through it and you see that.
1: Maybe, Money. Yeah. The bag is just. The bag is just the fruit. In the ice cream.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The ice cream is the body. It's the life. It's the it's what makes it so good. The fruit in the ice cream is just like a addition. Mm -hmm. And that's what money is. Mm -hmm. You've got life and your life can be amazing whether or not you have a big bag or not. Mm -hmm. But when you add money to it, it's just like the topping. It's like the it's like the addition. If you take the topping away from the ice cream It is not going to make the ice cream horrible. Where you just like, oh my god, this ice cream is horrible. And that's how life is. Right. And and it's, I've never made money my focus ever. And you've been around me. Mm -hmm. I've never made money. It's never been about the money. It's been about I've been self employed for twenty years or longer. And it's it's been about the life. And it's been about the quality of life. Mm -hmm. And it's been about my happiness. And so you can have all the bag, all the, the the stuff, all the toys and be the most miserable, nasty, negative, arrogant, which I say arrogance is just a false sense of, of uh, false sense of uh, confidence. You don't really believe in yourself the mm-hmm. way you want other people to believe in you. That's what I call arrogance. Mm-hmm. But I digress. But the bag should not be your motivation. And as far as going back a second, as far as the negative and the positive, we were talking about negative and positive, Mm -hmm. which I don't think you worded it that way. A car battery has two posts. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: What are they? Positive and negative. They have a positive and a negative. Mm -hmm. Your car is not going to start. Your vehicle is not going to start if those two posts don't work in tandem. Mm -hmm. You need the negative and you need the positive. Otherwise, your car's not going to start. Mm-hmm. You got to look at life like that. You got to have negative, and you got to have positive. Mm-hmm. And they work together for your good. Mm-hmm. And the negative keeps you grounded. It keeps you humble, keeps you grateful. Right. And then the positive, well, we know what the positive does. And then yeah. it allows you to do the things that you want to do in life.
0: Mm-hmm. That's good. It's all a yeah. balance. Yeah. No, I remember uh, our guy, Landon, Landon and I were talking the other day about how good doesn't exist without bad. and Bad doesn't exist without good. You know, you got to have both. And as much, you know, as hard as it can be and how stressful it may be, no matter what the circumstances are, you got to understand that you have to be grateful at the end of the day. You know, you wouldn't be having this bad situation if good things didn't happen first, you know. So that's that's a great lesson. That you, you sound told, like yeah. some wise youngins. <laughs> <laughs> we've had we
2: had good mentors. We've had good yeah, mentors. Sound good like teachers. Some wise youngins. Yeah. No, yeah.
0: we're 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 just getting it started, man. We're we're young. We're hungry. We're ambitious. But you know, it's always important, like you said, to have guidance and and to have people around you that are are there with you, telling you that you're going to make it, into believe in yourself. That's a huge, thing. You've seen me through some of my worst times. Mm. Um, and that's one of the, the the greatest helps I've had is no matter what happened, for us to be able to sit down and you'd be like, you know what? Everything's going to be all right. You're going to be OK. I've been through it. Double your age, maybe a little bit more. <laughs> but everything's going to be all right. But yeah, so we're just about closing here. um So tell us, what are some current projects that you have that you're working on? Well, my,
1: nature? my documentary Black Man, which was on tour mm-hmm. around the country when COVID hit, uh, that is going to uh, be re-released, I guess, yeah. if you will. And I believe that it's going to screen at the cinema studio, park. studio, yeah. studio park, uh, yeah. either uh, the end of this month or or next month. And nice. if, I don't know when you're watching this, whoever might be watching, but we're talking July 2021. Mm-hmm. Okay, And okay. I'm working on a game show called i thought you knew awesome great <laughs> hey. i'm working on a game show and i'm working on a documentary the old settlers the old settlers of Macosta, remus uh-huh. michigan and that's uh-huh. where mrs covington is from mm. they can date their history back to uh they can date their lineage back to the 1600s wow yeah wow. the 1600s mm. people who look like me who can date their origins back to the 1600s. And I'm talking in detail. That's amazing. A fascinating story with people who are all kinds of uh, firsts uh, accomplished all kinds of firsts and working on that. That's old settlers and uh, a couple of film projects that I've got in the uh, in the fire Mm -hmm. irons in the fire of film. And so we'll see and then there's another documentary that I, I want to work on as well, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, hopefully a documentary on Christian hip hop. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. and that actually yeah. just came about today, earlier today, really? at a meeting I had before I got here. Yeah,
0: oh, that's awesome. I'm excited yeah, that. on, on Christian
1: yeah. hip hop, which is just huge yeah growing yeah 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 it's huge but got a got a few things going on you gotta stay busy (laughs) i keep keep young cats around me yeah you know so that i can stay uh at least feeling like i'm younger than what i am (laughs) that's great well
0: john covington it feels weird calling you that jc uncle john (laughs) yeah yeah i know Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for the conversation today. I hope we can have another time that we can have a hey, conversation. Anytime, yeah.
1: man. You know, I drove through the whole I drove through a lot to get here today because it was important for me to be here in mm. your new digs. Yeah. And your uh your new space. So I'm honored. And anytime that you call me, of course, I'm there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Anytime that you need me. And I just want you to know I know we're a couple minutes over. I am so proud of you. Oh, Thank you. That I am so everything. proud of you. Thank you. I really am. I'm so proud of you. And I told somebody the other day, I said, Paul's going to make it. Paul's going to make you. it. Uh, I I won't go. I won't say what I said, but I told you, I said, I think I told you this. You know, the thing about Paul is he's young and fearless. Yeah. And that's a that's a positive. Well, thank you. Yeah.
0: That, that means everything to me. It, it really can also does. be a negative,
1: young and furious. <laughs> but as long as we keep it balanced, right? I got you here to keep me straight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know, you know I, yeah, you already know what it is. Yeah, well, yeah. That's but thank great. you for having me. It's a pleasure, and it's an honor. And thank you to our camera guy, who was, mm-hmm. uh, is Danny. Yes, Danny, yeah. who on, on the sides clapping every now yeah. and then. <laughs> great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome.
0: All right. Well. Hopefully, we'll have another another conversation soon. Uh, Anytime. Yeah. I never
1: did know which camera I was looking at either, by the way. Yeah. One of these. One of them. Thanks for (laughs) tuning in, everyone.
0: We'll be back next Friday, uh, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So make sure to tune in live. We'll We'll see you then.